0: Welcome to the Business of Purpose, the podcast for social entrepreneurs, people who know deep down they're meant to create something that makes the world a better place and who want to make a bigger impact based on their purpose. I'm your host, Adina Applebaum. I am an immigration attorney, social entrepreneurship coach, and financial coach. I'm here to help you uncover your deeper purpose and create a greater impact with your life's work, all in a sustainable way that makes money in the process because we need massive resources to make massive change. In this show, you'll be inspired by stories of purpose-driven entrepreneurs who are creating social change and get the practical steps you need to learn how to make a living while making an impact, hello and welcome to 2023. I am so happy to be welcoming in this new year with you. This is Adina, your host of the Business of Purpose podcast. If you're taking the time to listen right now, I appreciate it so much. I know how busy each and every one of you are, and so taking some time out of your day, whether it's while you're driving in the car or washing the dishes or whatever it is to listen, really means a lot. In this episode, I want to walk you through some key lessons from a recent live masterclass I did on... New Year's goals, and it was all about reflecting on 2022 and setting a vision for 2023. And in this masterclass, I taught my approach to goal setting for the year that I have, you know, um, used by pulling together different things I've learned from different teachers I've worked with, different things I've read, different strategies I've tried to create a method that really gets results for people, that helps you move forward the life you want to have, as opposed to most New Year goal-setting strategies that end up failing by February. So I wanted to share some of the key takeaways from that masterclass when I went into some of these strategies and I was guiding some of our students in how to go through this whole process um, and make sure that you all listening on the show get some tidbits of that as well so the goal of why i'm teaching this to you is because we want to make sure that you're not in a situation like the vast majority of people in the world where you set this big goal and you're super excited about it and you're like this year is going to be different and then by end of January or February, it already kind of drops out. That's what happens with most New Year's goals. Um, the best example to look at is gym um, enrollment and participation. So if you go to any gym, you'll see in January it is completely packed. And then every time, no matter what gym you're at, by like February, definitely March, there's way less people in there because everyone has set these goals to be healthy and work out and then it fades off. Why is that? Why does that happen? My theory is the way we, most of us have been setting goals is not effective. And I have um, had that experience myself with many goal-setting strategies. I've seen how they don't work. And so through all of this experimentation, um, I've developed this approach that I'm super excited to share with you a little bit about today so that you can stop having your goals get stuck and you can actually feel like you're growing, like you're progressing, like you're meeting the goals you you, you do have for the life that you want. And I can't think of anything more important as we start this new year to take a little time to learn about more effective strategies for setting goals that are going to actually stick. Because you deserve it. You deserve to have the life that you want to have. And you deserve to have your dreams and desires happen, right? Uh, otherwise, what's the point of living? So sometimes it's just those little tweaks, those little strategy shifts that can start to make all the difference. So in this episode, I'm going to go over the top three reasons why I've seen yours goals fail Um, and then we'll talk about a bit of a simpler approach you can be taking to address some of these. So the first problem with a lot of new year goal setting strategies is that people don't review the prior year. It's like, it never happened. It's like we took an amnesia pill pill and we just, you know, want to look at that clean slate and look to the new year coming and say, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm feeling like a fresh start, which is all amazing. But the problem with that is there are so many incredible gems that are just waiting for you that can literally show you how to make your goals happen and how to make more progress in the next year that you can identify just by reviewing what happened the year before so that's why in the master class we did a lot of exercises on reviewing 2022 and looking into some different strategies from looking at daily habits and self-care, how you spent most of your time. All these types of things um looking at your actual goals from the year, you know what worked, what didn't work, and by doing that type of analysis you can get so many insights that help you understand why your goals from last year didn't happen the way you hoped and where you got tripped up and what mindset blocks got in the way that you can then preempt and and have strategies around to reduce, right? Or even eliminate in the next year. And this is how we can start making the dreams we have into the reality I want, the ra- reality that we want. Um, there's this amazing quote I love that explains this so well. It's, it goes, awareness precedes change. I'll say that one more time. Awareness precedes change. We cannot change if we don't have awareness of what's been going on in the first place. So we need to get that awareness of what went down in the past year. Where did I get stuck? right? What were the beliefs and thoughts that were causing me to get stuck? What were the habits on a daily basis that caused me to get stuck? Um, And to glean those lessons so that we can use those lessons going into 2023 and how we shape our goals for 2023, knowing that information. It's like data points, you know, having data just gives you information and intel on how you can make improvements going forward. So that's the first problem is that people don't do a a review of the prior year and then they just keep trying to do the same thing over and over and don't see any progress. And it's like hitting your head against the wall over and over, um, you know, expecting a different result when you're not actually learning from the experience of the past year that showed you and gave you the keys to figure out what you need to do differently so that change can actually happen. The second problem I see is about time and timelines. So people when they're saying you your goals, um, if they want to get, you know, really intentional about it, really detailed, often will set these like really specific timelines. By this date, I want this to happen. And by this month, I want to meet this goal, right? And all of that. Um, and some of that thinking comes from an approach to goal setting that's very commonly recommended and used. Um, I've you know, used it myself called SMART goals. It's an acronym. The SMART acronym stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-bound Goals. Now, this framework can be helpful, um, and it can be helpful for project planning and even our personal goals. But for me, I just haven't seen it work, to be honest, especially when it comes to those like big personal goals for the year. Um, it starts to get us really into kind of trying to control the goal and control the outcome. And especially with that time bound in the T of SMART goals, It makes us want to control like by what date X happens and by what date Y happens. And here's the thing, life happens there. I'm sure if you look back at 2022, there were things that happened that you could have never anticipated that actually, you know, affected significantly whether your goals happen and when they could have happened and other opportunities that came up and there's actually a huge benefit. There's an asset to not getting so controlling about your goals with the timelines because then you can allow that space for some of those unanticipated things to come up that can actually move your goals ahead faster. And that was one of the biggest revelations I had actually during my review of 2022. And, you know, there were when you, when you start doing a review of the prior year, it's very common to feel disappointed and frustrated. I definitely was feeling that at the beginning of the process. And I saw some of the students in the master class feeling that first because you're like, oh, this didn't happen and this didn't happen. But then I started noticing, wait, there is actually some really significant progress that happened and opportunities that I never would have predicted would have come up in 2022 and they moved my goals forward way more than I could have anticipated. And so if I had been super controlling and detailed about the time of when each goal had to happen on what timeline in 2022, then I would have missed some of those, right? Or I just would have basically set myself up for feeling like a failure because crazy shit happen, right? As it happens in life that threw off whatever timeline I could have planned. So what I'm trying to say here with the second problem I see a lot is people trying to control their goals too much through trying to manipulate time um, when it just sort of puts you in a box basically. And it prevents you from being open to and seeing the opportunities that might be coming up that if you had kind of a more simple approach to goal setting where you were really clear and intentional on like, what exactly were the needle movers, which we're gonna talk about, that are gonna move you forward to where you wanna be by the end of the year, um, then it would, you know, it just wouldn't be the same outcome basically, right? So trying to set your goals on timelines does not allow us the flexibility and the freedom and the life experience and the creativity to experience life and respond to life and allow the vision we have and what we want for the year to happen as a co-creation, essentially. So that's the second one. The third problem I see often with New Year's goals setting is that they don't take into account vision. Now, vision is really different than goals, right? Um, goals, I see as something kind of more practical, more tangible. Your vision is something that you can see in the future where there's so much more than goals. So there's, you know, what you can actually visualize of what you want your life to be like. By the end of the year, it's the emotions and the feelings of what that would actually Feel like, which is a key element of manifestation and something that's not talked about in concepts like law of attraction, where it's all about just kind of like, let's imagine and, and hope and manifest, but there's no actual emotion and feeling integrated that can help bring it into reality. Um, so the vision setting can allow us to not only see what we want our life to be and feel the emotions of what that would look like which can be very powerful for manifestation but it can also help us think way beyond what goals would be so when you try to sit down and you try and come up with a list of goals we're kind of thinking from a box we're thinking from our current reality right this is the situation i'm in now this is you know where i'm at um you know after last year's goals not working out or whatever and i'm going to do better next year i'm going to push myself i'm going to be more disciplined i'm going to be harder on myself and this year this year it will happen and so i'll i'll make the the goals even more harsh and even more punishing of myself right or even more of a stretch that is not actually possible and is just going to make me feel like a failure right that that's kind of what happens with normal goal setting. But instead, when we think about vision, it's like, okay, a year from now, this is what I would love to be seeing my life look like. This is what I would love for it to feel like. And then getting super, super detailed in what does it actually look like? Like what environment are you living in? Who are you surrounded by? How are you spending your time? What type of food are you eating? what type of work are you doing how are you making money how does that feel receiving money that way are you making an impact helping others right are you having time for your family and friends what does your self-care routine look like what does your morning routine look like so getting extremely detailed about that is something that many folks don't think about with their goal setting and what we can do and we set a vision like that and really picture where we want things to be, that puts us in an incredibly powerful position where we can then reverse engineer the process of goal setting. And we can actually work backwards from that vision and say, okay, I know that's how I want things to look like and feel like, and I can see that and feel that in in very specific detail. Now, what is... What needs to happen between now and then to make that happen? And so we can work backwards and say, what are the needle movers? The needle movers are essentially those big things that are going to actually move the needle forward toward you living in that vision that you just saw for the end of 2023. So not things like going to the gym every day, or maybe, maybe if your vision is all about health, like maybe that would be one. Um, but like those big things that are going to feel scary, they're going to push you outside your comfort zone and are going to put you in a more of a position where that vision you have for the end of 2023 is something that could happen, right? And so when we look at all the needle movers and come up with a list of those, which I would recommend sitting down and taking some time to do that, you can then go and identify like, what are the top two or three of these that I really want to be intentional about in 2023. And what that does is it allows those two to three goals that you come up with through that process to become strategic and tied to a vision of where you would like your life to be, as opposed to just a random list that you sat down and came up with lists of, and, you know, we're feeling kind of shitty about not doing some of those things in the prior year, and maybe this year will be different. And, you know, it's a totally different approach because it's coming from a reverse engineering place of this is how I know I can get to the place I want to be a year from now by focusing on the actual needle movers that will be tied to strategically leading to that outcome. Does that make sense? Let me know how that lands for you. Um, it's really, really helpful to hear y'all's feedback and 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 hear like what's resonating. Um, And I'm happy to talk more about this and go into vision setting more on the show if that's something that people wanna hear more about. It's to be honest, been my probably most successful life strategy is learning this skill of visualization and reverse engineering. Um, When I look back on my life and the accomplishments I've had, the successes, it often comes down to this. And it sounds so simple, but a lot of us don't take the time to actually visualize and see what's possible. And then you don't know where you're working toward. It's like one of my mentors says, um, it's like as if you're doing a puzzle and you're trying to put all the puzzle pieces together, but you actually don't know what the picture on the puzzle box looks like that you're working toward, that you're trying to make the, the pieces look like, right? So we need that picture on the picture box. Um, we need that vision. We need that detailed image of where we're going so that we have a, a pathway that where we know we're going toward to actually build that. Um, I'm thinking, I'm just laughing thinking about my daughter and I made our first, uh, like gingerbread house for for Christmas this year, we we celebrated it with her for the first time this year. Um, now that she's old enough, and she's three years old, okay. And I had no idea she was capable of doing this, but I put the box of the gingerbread, the, the gingerbread box kit, came in in front of her, and it had the image of the house and how they decorated it with the icing and the the gummies and the candies, right and we started playing with it and I, I was directing her a little bit, but really not much. I just like put some of the icing on the window and then she on her own started taking the little round candies and placing them around the window exactly like in the picture. And the reason she was able to do this because she could see the vision on the picture of the box. So that's kind of a little, you know, fun example of what we're talking about here is, we need to have the vision on the box of what we want things to look look like a year from now so that we can figure out what are those pieces, you know, in this example that we're putting on the house, right? Like okay, so we're going to need a door, we're going to need two windows, we're going to need a roof. Like okay, that's what then becomes our two to three goals, right? For building that house according to the vision. So this is what you can do to come up with your goals so that they are strategic instead of getting caught up in all the things that cause people to you know stop going to the gym by the end of January that we talked about so um, I just wanted to share that like I used to do the really hard on myself really detailed goals for a really long time um, and set these big gigantic gigantic goals diagram them out um, you know really, put a lot of pressure on myself, right? And then I would like forget about them and then I would avoid them and not want to look at them because I know I wasn't actually making them happen and the list was so long and it was just like never a positive experience until I started applying strategies like this, which just feels so much better when you're like, okay, I know what the vision is. I know what that image is on the Christmas house gingerbread kit picture, right? I know what the vision is for what, how I want my year to look a year from now, how my life to look a year from now. And then I know what the needle movers are to that I can really focus on and be intentional about to get there. And then it doesn't matter what the timeline is. It doesn't matter you know what month you say you're going to do what by. You just know very specifically and strategically those two or three things that are going to really make a difference to help you get there. And it is amazing what can happen in our lives when we are really intentional and really strategic and specific. This is how progress happens. This is how goals and dreams become reality. This is how you can manifest not just by sitting and dreaming and hoping it happens, but actually doing the strategic action that is focused so that you're not overworking and burning yourself out and doing all the things, but no no changes are really happening, right? It's So you focus on the right things. And this is one of the secrets to how you can work less, but still have really amazing outcomes and accomplishments by being strategic like this and doing a reverse engineering process like that. So I hope this has helped you have some insights on how to think about New Year's goals um, and and envision setting in a different way. Um, so knowing this, you know, you can continue getting super detailed and being really hard on yourself and having this whole list of crazy goals that never happens that puts you in a cage, essentially that keeps you in a box and really sets you up for a failure, or you can try this out and try setting a vision that, not only is it exciting and sets you free, but also identify the key few things that will be needle needle movers to help you get there and make 2023 the best year yet. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. I hope this has been helpful. Some of the key takeaways I went over um, are number one, make sure to review your prior year and glean all the lessons learned from that number two rethink timelines and goal setting don't put yourself in a box don't try to control time allow life to happen right and instead be strategic about what are the right things to be focusing on and giving yourself the flexibility of when they happen and at what point point. and you'll often see when you do that they happen way faster than you could have anticipated, right? Because you're like laser focused. And that's when manifestation starts to kick in because you're combining the intention and the desire and the vision, right? With the strategic action. And number three, incorporate that vision setting so that you have that picture on the puzzle box to be working toward for the year, That you know not only what it looks like, but also what it feels like and what are the emotions in there. That is one of the pivotal pieces of making things happen is being able to tap into the emotions behind that vision and allowing yourself to actually feel it because then we can start to collapse time and bring it into reality now and and identify the key strategies that will help us actually get there. Um, So if you'd like more support, uh, more guidance on how to go through this whole process, I am sharing the replay of the Live Masterclass I just did that walks you through how to do all of this. Um, I'm offering it at a low rate of just $27. You can go ahead and grab it at the link in the show notes. And as always, I love hearing from you all. Let me know what you thought of this episode and connect with me on Instagram at Adina Applebaum and share what you learned and what your vision looks like. I would love to hear it. Thank you so much and wishing you the and your family the most beautiful t- 2023, just full of joy and laughter and love and new experiences. And I can't wait to continue this journey with you In the next episode bye for now thank you for taking the time to listen to this week's episode of the business of purpose podcast i am so excited to share with you an amazing new free resource i created that goes way into more detail about how exactly to make that bigger impact fulfill your purpose but also make more money in the process It's called The 7 Strategies to Make a Bigger Impact and Make More Money. And you can get the link down below in the show notes. Go ahead and check it out. And I can't wait to hear about what you learned from it. This guide is based on over 13 years of social entrepreneurship experience that I've had as well as the strategies that I have seen work effectively with dozens of coaching students I've worked with to help them get past those barriers that are getting in the way of them, really finding their purpose, expanding their impact and making more money. So let me know what you think of the guide and something that you learned from it and I can't wait to hear from you.